welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, Clinton, and I'm your DM. And I'm here with Sabrina, who's playing Harper, the halfling. Yep, and I'm from the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. A man of green, come to do no good. <laughs> nice. Nathan's playing Reeton the Dwarf. I'm not going to rhyme. <laughs> Aiden is playing Saris the Tifling. I like stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> and Connor is playing Uller the Half Orc. Twice the hedge just means twice the chance to make friends. <laughs> oh, okay. We are at the top of round two where Uller, Reeton, Saris, and Harper are in the midst of battle with a two headed giant wielding large flails. They don't know what this creature is yet, but we, we who've played D&D for many years do. All right, Harper, you need to get a good look at this thing before you can check to see what this creature is. Everybody's acting like there's one, but I hear multiple voices. That's right. So I'm just going to move over to, so I'm technically one behind Reeton. Okay. To the west of Reeton? Yes. I know I'm a shorty, but can I see? Can I make out? Identify? Is it distracted enough that it maybe is still not paying attention to me? Can she see it from her viewpoint? You can see it now, yes. Does it look like it's noticed her from her earlier stealth check? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I was asking both questions. Okay. <laughs> I was just rambling off questions. <laughs> and let's find out. It seems to be concentrating on Uller and Reeton at the moment. Okay. So it is flat-footed to your attack if you make an attack. Use magic device for the magic missiles. Okay. Ooh, 31. You are getting this thing, this wand down. You know it's tricky. <laughs> it easily submits to your will. So first blast is three. Second blast is five. Total of eight points of damage. All right, Harper, you're done. Yes. A movement and a cast. Okay. Saris, hiding behind the wall and the 15-foot cliff. You don't have vision on this creature. Which means it does not have vision of me. Which is always good. Yes. All right, so I'm going to try and stealthily climb this wall. Roger that. Oh, no. Roll your check. Natural 20 for 25. Okay, your climbing is easily. You just hop, hop, and you're up, and you do so. However, you're in full view of the creature. I'm behind Oler. Yeah, cover. Oh, that's true. Giving him that squishy cover. That's right. Okay, so you're still hidden. And if you have Knowledge Nature, go ahead and roll it. Ah! Pooler got a 17 for Knowledge Nature. Uh, you don't know what this creature is. Two-headed giants? Eh. Aren't all giants two-headed? <laughs> you seem so iconic, but I just can't put the finger on it. 21. Okay, Harper, you do know. You're like, mm, oh, I remember. This is an Etten. Dumb two-headed trolls. They're good at dual-wielding. The two heads and all. Is there a question you'd like to ask in addition to that? I was thinking more defenses. Okay, it doesn't have any particular defense to magic. It's tough and slow. Saris, is there anything else you'd like to do? Draw my rapier and short sword. All right. Gorger and Cha, the Etten, just bellows out something about me not betray skull takers twice and it does a full attack against you again, Uller. AC 24 for the first attack just barely misses you. 
It's pretty close, yeah. And then a 15 for the second. Hits my braces of armor. It, it's considering pulling back on its powering attack. Or <laughs> finding a new target. Uller. Uller Burzum, as a free action, will get about six seconds of speech in a giant and say, Skull Takers? What do you mean, Skull Takers? <laughs> There's a 39 initiated grab. It's CMD is 23. Oh, yes. So you're quite successful and easily grapple it. First thing that happens is he takes nine points of non-lethal damage. Nine points. All right. The end of that is the free action. Just what do you mean by that? Turn mm-hmm. over. Okay. Reeton, your turn. Five foot step. I'm just going to hit him. Rage, power attack, giant slayer. Don't kill my new friend. That's my plan. My lesser elemental is going to be fire, and the normal elemental damage is going to be electricity. Okay. Does a 22 to AC hit? Yes. For 21 points of damage? With this blow, it loses consciousness and falls to the ground in a heap. No, wait. Fire, three points of damage. All right. Uh, Electricity, three points of damage. Both go through. Second attack, 21 to AC for 24 points of damage. Now that it's unconscious, it's much easier to hit. 21, yeah, that's easily a hit. For 24 points of damage. 24, any additional energy damage? And five more points of damage. You might have just <laughs> killed a, an Eton. Yeah, that was the plan. Yeah. Did I kill it? It has one hit point remaining. <laughs> <laughs> Out of 69. Uli gets into like shrimp position between Reeton and Gordier and just goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> With a loud thud and clattering of large flails, the two-headed creature slumps to the ground. It's not going to die, but it's it's out for the count. I said we kill it. Kill it. All right. Kill it Any, anyone else? All right, Uller, before Reeton finishes this blow. I mean, I want to stop him, but I've seen what he does to people who are in his way. <laughs> okay. I, so. I think he's just going to turn to the camera and a single tear is going to roll down his eye. <laughs> and as the axe falls, Kudegra. Can I chop off both their heads in one swift action? It's possible. <laughs> okay. Uh, 40 points of damage. I rolled two ones. It's dead. You cut both heads off easily. Good. They both roll and fall down at Harper's feet. All right, combat is now ended. You help the other two members up the, the cliff's fight face. Begin doing what now? Ceres, lead the way. As Ceres scouts ahead, can I check under the loincloth for some loot? Certainly. Let's see what he's got under there. Oh, you don't want that. What is this? Look at that. There's experience points under here, too. Gorger and Char <laughs> worth 2,400 for the group. It's all nice. bloody. Saris, you move to the northern portion of the cavern, and it looks like it opens up to the east. And about 20 feet from your position to the north, you see another 15-foot ledge leading north to what appears to be more stairs. Okay. I will stealth and continue to stealth along All right. the wall. Oh, you see a pile of junk to the right in a small alcove. Looks like it's bed and other things are there. There's a bunch of pile of odd objects in there as well. Hard to tell from this distance. It's just a jumbled pile okay. of furs and other kinds of things. Bones, maybe. I'm actually going to stop and go search through it. Yeah, he keeps his treasure in a disorganized heap. The loot contains 693 gold pieces, 1,240 silver, and a velvet pouch containing six 100-gold-piece pearls. Ooh. And a phylactery, which is a box with some snippets of holy text. 
in it. All right. It's written in some sort of strange language. You're, you you can't quite you don't know what it is. It must be magical or something. Well, what do you know? It's goblin. Dang it. And an ivory scroll tube inset with strips of jade that contain three scrolls. Ruler cast read magic. Oh, wait. Does Ceres have any ability to detect magic? No. Okay. So, taking that stuff, I will take the phylactery and the scrolls to Sabrina and have her take a look. All right. Sabrina, do you use detect magic to identify yes. these items? All right, starting with the phylactery, let's go ahead and check that first. Mm, probably not. Could cast a identify for plus 10, making my 16 a 26. It lasts for three rounds, which allows you to make three checks against uh, three uh, three items. It's three, well, in fact, it's three rounds per level. So essentially three times your level in items. What I suggest is we just keep these and then after we clear out this place we'll just identify everything there's no harm in rolling you get a free roll right that's right you get a free yeah, check that's true. Okay. all right the 16 is not enough to understand what this phylactery is but it does detect as magic it is a moderate all right the scrolls all you need is a read magic cantrip but there's the danger that you read a cursed mm. scroll and there's no chance other than to read it to find out do it. The only it. problem with I say with doing it is the fact that Clinton has never brought up curse scrolls before exactly. today. Exactly. <laughs> and I was just going to ask about the ability to use scrolls. It just depends on if it's divine or arcane. If it's arcane and on your spell list, then yes, and you cast it at your caster level. But if it's divine and you're an arcane caster, you can't cast those. Identify him. Identify him. <laughs> sure, I'll read them. You find a scroll of Cone of Cold, a scroll of Hold Monster, and a scroll of Telekinesis. Those are high-level spells. Can she use those? Those are more classic wizard-sorcerer spells. Oh, okay. The chances of her doing successfully might be small. Okay. All right. Cool. Do we want Saris to scout ahead some more? Sure. All right. So, Saris, return to your yep. sneaky duties. Uh, this is a 15-foot-high ledge, and it requires a DC 15 climb check to scale. Going to climb it sneakily. Oh, perfect. Yep. Wonderful. No problem. Then slowly continue. And you find another one of these giant step stairs leading northward and westward in a corkscrew fashion. Okay. I'll motion to the party and continue onward. And we're behind this wall, so we don't see you. <laughs> Just going to get up there and drop some rope down to tell people up. Okay. Can everyone make a DC 15 climb check, or do you need help? I can. Okay. Harper, how's your climb? It's not the best. Not the best? Can you... What's your bonus? I have no bonus. <laughs> Plus zero? Yes. Oh, oh boy. Okay. You guys go ahead. I might be here, mate. <laughs> all right. I'm just going to get to the, the edge of the stairs and let Sarah's climb all the way up have her motion if she wants us to come up. I don't want to ruin her stealth. She moves up and to the appropriate place. All right, so, Saris, uh, you can move around while they're scrambling to help her. All right. And now you can see the edge of the cave and uh, looking out onto the top of the dam itself. And it's a good 25 to 30 feet. And now you can see clearly uh, uh, the rain is beginning to rain again. Uh, it's starting to pick up and become just as heavy as it always has. 
And now you see what looked to be five ogres chipping away at the dam itself. Interesting. What the hell? Why would they be doing that? Is there a knowledge check I can make? It's going to be engineering, isn't it? (laughs) It might be, yes. Damn it. And that'll happen after I read this description. The upper walk of Skull's Crossing is relatively clear of rubble, although a three-inch layer of water has pooled across much of its surface. Here and there, sections of the dam surface have crumbled away, although this damage appears relatively old. A tower of skull-shaped domes sits at the center of the dam's walk. To the north surge the choppy waters of the Storval Deep, while to the south the slope of the dam's face drops away nearly 300 feet to a muddy lake below. 275 feet is the nearest ogre, and these ogres look exhausted. They've been chipping away for hours. In fact, the farthest one in the nicest armor with the nicest hook is uh, sitting on a rock and uh, fails to notice you from this distance. Okay. Is he looking towards me or away from me? No, he's watching their work, making sure that those ogres are working. Is he positioned closer to the building so he's looking along this way of the bridge or is he positioned like here looking this way? The rules don't really cover any of that. It's just that the, it, it's all about cover and concealment, not about their positioning. However, the rain is providing a minus four penalty to their perception checks. But it doesn't provide actual concealment. No. Okay. All right, question. Uh, with this barrier right here. That um, barrier is three feet high. Okay, three feet high. What's behind it? To the north is the choppy waters of the Storval Deep. Okay. And to the south... 300 foot drop to okay. a muddy lake below. Okay, so there's no like outer ledge that I can walk on and sneak up no. on. No. Okay. But there's this smooth carved stone face made up of thousands of small human sized skulls carved into the stone, which do provide handholds. So it is possible for you to climb along the side if you're skilled enough. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No, I, I can totally do this. I have slippers of spider walking. Duh. That only lasts a minute. Might be long enough. So I will go back into the cave, motion for them to come up. Okay. And once they eventually get to me, I'll whisper to them, uh, looks like we have some ogre workers 300 feet away from us. A lot of them appear to be exhausted, except for one of them, which is overseeing the rest of them. I can climb along the side. If you guys want to rush them, I can flank around and get behind them. Do you need a distraction? No, I should be fine. Uh, what's the height between this lip and the water of the Storval Deep? Let me double check that. The fall off the north side is probably five feet. Okay, that, that's plenty of, plenty of distance. But it's choppy, stormy water. Okay, so it's splashing up. The fall off the south side, however. Yeah. 300-something feet. <laughs> uh, yes, and it looks like you will fall to your death. If my slippers fail. If your slippers fail. Okay, I'll go up to the south side and actually feel the rock face. Does it feel slippery? Mm, Well, it's slick with rain, but not so much that your slippers do not function. Okay, all right. If you give me half a minute to get over there, and then you guys start rushing. So are you going to be on the south side or the north side? Yes, I'm going to be on the south side. Really? Okay. Well, because the north side is super choppy and it's only five feet difference on like 
a placid day. So which means depending on the size of the waves, they could be hitting and like cresting over, which would hit me, make it harder for me to walk along. It doesn't look like the waves are high enough, not five foot waves. That would be, that would be extremely choppy. Two foot waves, yes. Okay. Would it impede my movement to walk on the north side? No. Then I will go the north side. Okay, that's fine. Could I propose a change to the plan? You said it's going to take you a minute to get there, right? Maybe a bit less, something like that. Charging is still a cool idea, but I sort of think having them come to us might be even smarter. Gives you less space you have to move. I'll give you an assessment. There are four exhausted chump ogres and one exhausted ogre fighter. So it, it would be a simple matter for Saris to go over the edge while they're not paying attention, and then you guys to train them to the entrance of the cave. I believe that's the plan. Yeah. Okay. With the bear trap somewhere on the path. Okay. There's activates her magical item, hides behind the wall. I'm gonna gonna go north side. All right. Who's gonna pull the train of ogres? I'm gonna get up here. All right. Take a potion out of my uh, my bag. I'm going to take this potion of enlarged person. And become as big as they are. Yeah, baby. Okay. That gives me reach, doesn't it? Yes. It does. Hell yes, it does. All right. Then I'm going to go get that trainer rolling. They don't seem to be aware of you yet. Okay. Uller? If they don't seem to notice Reeton walking up, I could just get up close to Reeton. Yep. Okay. Hey, Uller, I'm bigger than you now. <laughs> Harper? I have the level one magic missile for now, and then I'm just approaching closer. Okay, so bringing up the rear. I'll spend the next round moving closer, and then it's a full round action to set up the trap, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Set up the trap, at which point, do whatever the fuck you want. Okay, do it. I'm withholding my action for now. So they don't see you. They're not paying attention. Uh, Okay, new round. Oler readies the, the bear trap. How do you get the attention of the ogres? I actually kind of figured either Reeton or Harper was going to do it. That, that's what I was thinking. If Harper does it with some shoe stings, Harper, unless you have any other thoughts. Ooh. Let me move up first before we alert them. Okay. I'm just going to move twice into this square. Harper, do you want to move closer? Yeah, a little bit closer. Okay, so Harper, you shoot your magical wand. 20 is successful, and you do how much damage? Pew! I do... Just two. Just a distracting pew. All right. Oh, hey, what was that? And he looks at the other one and goes, Don't slap me with your rocks! And they look around, No, it was that little thing over there. Huh, what? And then the one in the back, Ah, uh, get up. Take care of them. But we're so tired. Do it anyway, he says. So they all begin to lumber your direction. And they're doing it very slowly. They only get single move actions, and it's at a walk. Well, Uber definitely wants to make friends with these guys. They don't even want to be here. <laughs> I'm going to move up here. All right. Harper, you run behind. Yay! Saris is ready to spring in the perfect way. So it'll take two rounds, three rounds, for them to get to you guys. And the first one, let's see if he has a chance to land in the right square. The first one missed it. The second one, nope, it missed it too. And then a third one, I rolled another two. The fourth one, rolled another two. And the fifth one, the fighter, I rolled a two. So they can't charge. Any initiative stuff? Yes, let's do that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Thank you. So we'll just go ahead and roll. Ulibrism got an eight. Nineteen. Fourteen. Seven. Cool. 
Okay, we are now in round one. Saris wins with a 19. Reeton got a 14. Uller an 8. The Ogre's an 8. But Uller slightly edges him because they're so exhausted. Harper gets a 7. And Malagus, the Ogre fighter, gets a 2. I even have an image for him. Ooh-hoo! He is a looker. He is. His eyes are sunken. His lips are curled. He's got a round pig button nose. His hair is black and stringy. He's got five o'clock shadow on his round face. I can't help but notice that his name tag says Malgus Krieg. That is correct. He is a Krieg ogre. Kriegs were the ones that we fought in the fort. That's right. They're from Hook Mountain. And he's got skulls, four skull, human skulls hanging from his belt. A large unknown skull with fangs hanging from his chest with very large ribs. And he's got black claws about the size of a human skull hanging from his belt as well. And he's wearing tattered hide armor. And he's wielding a very large ogre hook of very fine make. Fine make? It's spikes pierced through a log. I guess that's as fine as it gets. Yeah, that's as far as ogres go. That's right. All right, Saris, what do you do? Do you wait just a little bit longer? Yeah. Yes, you're stealthed and they're passing right by you. Reeton. All right. So, rage, reckless abandon, power attack. I've been large person selected, giant slayer. You can charge. I can charge. I'm going to put fire for the lesser elemental and then lightning again for the normal elemental damage. Okay. I'm going to charge this one. Yes, the lead ogre. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my lord. Oh, oh no. (laughs) Okay. Well, all right. (laughs) What is the result, Reeton? I rolled natural 20. Giving you a total of 39, right? Yeah. Does a 24 confirm? If this is a generic ogre, then I would say yes. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to draw a card this time. I'm just going to do the damage. So that yeah, would, would be too. 53 damage. 53 damage. Elemental, lesser elemental, or rhino hide from charging. Yeah. Three fire damage, three el- electricity damage, three for the first D6 of the charge, and then four for the second D6 of the so charge. So another seven. So 53 plus 13 would be 66 damage. The ogre is now at negative 38. <laughs> So you, like the rhino character in Marvel, you rush forward, you slam him with the sword, and you you explode through him. Half of him goes over the edge, splashes into the water. The other half is left on the top of the Skull's Crossing. You continue on. And I'm going to look at Uller and be like, beat that. No, don't beat that. These guys could be friends. <laughs> Are you trying to make up for the time that you faced off against an old one and it beat you up pretty bad? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Well, there's the first of many deaths these ogres will suffer. So there we go. There's my one hit. Uh-huh. Your turn, Uller. Just do a normal bold rush him off the side of the map. It is possible to do that, yes. Mm, okay, you guys talked me into it. <laughs> it does sound like fun. <laughs> All right. So this isn't a grapple, so that's going to be a 23. Again, I'm assuming he's a giant. He is. Do you have improved bull rush? No, so he'll get an attack of opportunity. Yep. Okay, this exhausted ogre weakly and meekly attempts to roll a great club attack. Actually, it's a ogre hook. Uh, a nine? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah as you easily avoid the blow. Slam into him with a 22, is that right? 23. The CMD of this very tired ogre is reduced to 12. Uh, So that'd 
beats it by eight. Yep. You beat it by eight. Okay. Your attack is successful and the target is pushed back by five. For every five feet, you exceed the CMD. You push the target back an additional five feet. But five feet is all you need. I also believe he gets a reflex save. If Alex was here, I'm sure he'd tell you this is something I think I've done to him before. I'm not seeing that anywhere. You cannot bull rush into a square that's occupied by a solid object or obstacle. You're not doing that. You're pushing them off the edge. Nope, there's nothing about that. He just falls. Sorry, dude. To his death. Uh, taking 20 dice, six points of damage. Roll it. I will. Is it going to be more than Reedens? There is a plethora of dice on the tabletop as we roll a 73. And I turn to Reedon and I say, beat that. <laughs> Imagine if Reedon had crit with the scythe. <laughs> yeah. Uller wins with damage. He does. He barely. The barely. creature is reduced to minus 43 as it... Nice. Bounces off the large skull of the floodgate and then crashes into the muddy river below. I'm going to assume that Uller and I are pretty close to each other, and I'm going to put my hand up for him to give me a high five. All right, the ogres can go. (laughs) Nice. Another ogre attempts to move into range, but is too far away and is short by five feet to get to either Uller or Reeton. The other ogres are lined up behind single file line. Okay followed by the the ogre fighter in the back. Like large, misshapen bowling pins. All right, Harper. After all that, I'm just gonna gonna use magic device to stun the one that's trying to come over. Yep, a single pew goes off. Use your magic device with a 28 and uh, get the magics to go. How much damage do you do? Pew, three. Oh, (laughs) you burn his forehead. It grunts. All right, Malagus moves forward. He's just as tired as the others. Round two, Saris. Okay, so is there an ogre that is like right on the other side of this ledge? Yes. Is it Malagus? Yes. Yes, wonderful. Five foot step, going to full attack this dude with two weapon fighting. You pop out from your hiding spot and begin the stabby stab. (laughs) First is a 27 crit with a 20 to confirm against flat-footed. His uh, AC is 18. Wonderful. Okay, so that means attack with a short sword also hits, and second attack with the rapier also hits at a 20. All right. All right, now... Do you want to draw a card? I I would say draw a card. Yeah, yeah, I'll draw a card for the crit, because crit damage is nothing, so... This is a piercing weapon. Yes, piercing rapier. Organ scramble. Double damage and one die six con damage. Okay, so I'm going to roll the con damage first. Roger that. Okay, nice. four con damage. And now, sneak attack dice. 15 d6. 50 for sneak, plus five for the short sword, plus 10 for the double rapier. So, 65 damage to Malgus. 65. That's just about half. Due to my rogue talent offensive defense, I get plus 15 AC. Holy crap. So my AC is now 38. Whoa. Nice. Your AC is now 38. For one round. (laughs) And then four con damage does minus two times their hit dice. Yes. Total nine. So that's another 18 hit points of loss. That's... 75, 83. I did more than the fall damage. Woo! <laughs> and he's still alive, though. He, oh, yeah, he's still alive. 
Now we're not doing the optional rule, which is massive damage causes a fortitude save. Correct. Because that's really gonna come up and bite you in the butt later. All right, Saris, well done. Three stabs and one of them piercing his organs and scrambling them. He's bleeding and blood, coughing up blood out of his, where, what, where did you come from? All right, Reeton. I'm going to charge the nearest one again. Just so you know, because of all this shit I've done, I have 11 AC. <laughs> <laughs> my power attack, reckless abandon, everything's just, my AC's gone. But I'm going to charge this one, this next one. Yep. Uh, again, raging, reckless abandon, power attack. Uh, I only have the electricity damage going on right now. So does a 34 to AC hit? Easily. For 23 points of damage. All right. This one's the one that had been hit by Pew earlier. Yep. Yep. Uh, six for electricity. 29. Five for the first charge D6, and then two for the second charge D6. So 34. The creature falls to the ground, bleeding unconscious, and will die soon if unattended. You're bowling over them easily, as expected. I don't know. I didn't. I did not expect Sarah's to rip out, like, 80 points of damage, to be fair. <laughs> oh, I knew she had that hidden potential. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I have two things going for me. That's being a punchy boy, and that's having funny acrobatics. Yeah. I think I want to combine both being a punchy boy and having funny acrobatics to jump over this opening in the wall. It's a 25-foot wide opening. And I'll hop. All right. You do have at least a 10-foot run. So I don't even think you need to do that. The nearest ogre, I would say, is 50 feet away. So that'd be DC 50. Then I make the jump. Okay. So by spending a key point. So plus 20 would be a 51. So you just jump there. You could jump the 50 feet. You just jump there. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll say the unarmed strike was me landing a a knee all of a sudden. It comes from the sky. The superhero landing. (laughs) The natural 20, baby. There we go. What's with these crits? I actually want to use a card if a 17 confirms. AC 14 currently. May I have a card, please? Yes, you may. Bone Masher. Normal damage and either a die 3 dex damage and half speed, it's a leg, or a die 3 strength damage, it's an arm. And the limb will be useless until healed. I think the way this happened is I came landing down on his kneecap. And it just kind of... Snaps. That's right. So that's going to be 15 points of damage, sir. It looks like an NFL injury. So two dex damage. Yeah. And it saves drop from reflex minus three to reflex minus four. Awesome. Yeah. Not a lot of damage, but you ruined his leg. All right. The ogre. Well, there's only one ogre remaining, and he tries to fight you. AC 16? Nope. Yeah, misses wildly. Harper. There's one chump remaining and one fighter remaining. Yeah, so I was wondering if our fighting Mal is, is he visible to me? Yes, but he's approximately 75 feet away. Okay. He is within pewing yeah, distance. Yeah, I was sure. gonna switch it up, but real remembering that this map is way bigger than... I mean, you could honestly just save the charges. I'm, I'm sure we can yeah. drop him pretty quick. Yeah, we've, we've got him. Malagus, the ogre fighter. Uh, uh, I gotta kill you. Barl Breakbones will have my head if I don't. Barl Breakbones, somebody write that down. New name. 
Hey, can, can I get that name spelled, please? Yes, I'll type it in the chat. And I hold up this keyboard for him. Thank you. Arl Breakbones. Hey, that's what you just did, Uller. That's right. Yeah, what do you think Uller Breakbones is going to do to you? <laughs> he is making a full round attack against okay. you, Saris. Fair enough. Rolled a one from okay. 11, which misses horribly. And he is named, so roll to confirm that. Oh, right. Critical fumble deck, baby. Critical fumble deck pulls out the card. This is a melee attack. He is on the receiving end. The attack deals damage to himself instead of the target. <laughs> which is 25 points. He attacks himself for 25 points. Oh, he's not having a good day. This still counts as my damage. <laughs> <laughs> His head points go to negative four, and he falls unconscious and begins to bleed out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well that Malagus is now out of the combat. Ceres' turn. Ceres's. Now round three. Pretty good in just three rounds. No. Um, All right, one remaining ogre, and you can flank him if you so move a full, uh, a single move action. All right, then I'm going to do that. Free action? You don't have to do this, Saris. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Stab. 15 to hit. Hits. This poor, unfortunate, innocent ogre was doing nothing but try to murder a village. And here you come 25 along. points of damage. 25 points of damage, which is more than enough for it to get to negative 10. And it falls to the ground, bleeding profusely from the big wound in its side as you sink your rapier to the hilt. When you pull the weapon out, a gout of blood splashes onto the wet three-inch pool of water on the top of this. Before we leave, how many experience points does ah, do we Ah, yes. The CR has been reduced because of their exhaustion. Fair enough. So 3,200 for Malagus, and then 600 each for the exhausted ogres. So that's 2,400 for, the, for them. So that's 5,600 yep. for the total. Divided by four is 1,400 XP each. All right. All right. And then we will discover what's in the skull-shaped building in the center of the dam next time on Rise of the Rune Lords. Bye. 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 Bye bye now. Bye bye. <laughs>